Would you mind pushing the button for me? Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. Hey. It's right now? What's up? It's right now? Mm. It's right now? Could you say that again? I couldn't understand it. It's right now? It's right now? It, can you say that again? I'm sorry. It's right now. It's right now. It's right now. Um, it's right can now. Can you say that again? It's right now. I'm sorry. I just don't understand. It's right now. It's right now. Uh, it's right now. I just don't. I don't. Under, I'm sorry. I don't understand. Could you um, uh, maybe? It's right now. Yeah. Um, it's right now. Could you say that again? It's right now. I, I'm trying to understand. I just. I'm sorry. I don't understand. It's uh, right now. It's right now. Yeah, I. I can hear what you're saying, but I just don't understand your words. It's right now. Um. Still don't. It's right now. Nope, not getting it. Sorry. Is that now? Listen, I, I gotta get take these bags upstairs, okay? I'm soaking wet, and I would like to dry off. All right. It's right now. It's, it's what? It's right now. It's raining out. Yeah, it's right now. Yes, it's it is raining out. It's right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's raining. It's right now. Oh, I'm so relieved. Oh my no. It's, it's wet? Rhino. It? It's doing what? Rhino. That's rhino. That's rhino. It's what? That's rhino. Oh, it's raining out. That's rhino. It's raining. That's rhino. Chub Creek 141. Way back when, when we didn't have to think Come on in, don't be a dick The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm On the banks of Chub Creek Chub Creek I get this I get this little bit of stage fright whenever the theme song ends. I just was just I was just self-analyzing, realizing, oh I've I've got nerves. What the hell's that about? Anyway, who cares? Uh, hi, my name is Dave. Welcome to Chub Creek. It is April the twenty-eighth, twenty thirteen. How prepared am I? And it's spring and I can prove it because I was out oat. I was out in a boat walking and on my hike and it was beautiful. It was just such a relief and I I didn't even expect much. I thought, well, it'll be, you know, there'll be nothing growing and this trees will just be twiggy without any leaves and but it was great and I'm so glad I went. Um the beginning skit was from an older podcast and then the follow-up was by Doug and Clara, his daughter. Um and I thought that was hilarious. And it was funnier than I thought, so I was glad I played that. <laughs> I did that such a long time ago. Um, some people have mentioned it, so I thought I'd replay it. Hope you thought it was funny-ish. I don't mean to make fun of people who who uh, who have, have uh, accented English, um, because uh, God knows they can speak English far better than I can speak any other language, which would be... Well, actually, I can't speak any languages other than English. I can't even speak English very well, to be honest. I find I find myself still looking up words like I'm 44 years old. I should know most of the words by now, shouldn't I? Do you know all the words <laughs> of your own language? No? Well, that's pretty lame, isn't it? We should know all the bloody words. How many are there, anyway? Would you like to know? Okay, hang on, I'll tell you. Do-do-do. Oh, by the way, Doug, um, did I mention this already? I can't remember what I've said. Doug's... Um, 
podcast, Slug is Doug, is at slugisdoug.wordpress.com if you want to listen to this podcast. I, I know that Doug ha- now has the same uh, model recorder as I do, and it sounded really good on his last episode, the little H2N, which I love. It's, it's beat up looking, which I also love. I like my uh, electronics to have battle scars. Uh, all right, so the answer to the question, where did it go? Oh, hell, I was just there. Here we go. There is no single sensible answer to this question, how many words are there in the English language? <laughs> you would Just go, go figure, right? It's, it's obviously not going to be an easy answer. It's impossible to count the number of words in a language. This is from Oxford Dictionaries. Because it's so hard to decide what actually counts as a word. Is dog one word or two? So that means it could be a, um, a kind of animal or to follow persistently. If we count it as two words, then do we count inflections separately? Uh, example, dogs equals plural noun. Uh, dogs equal present tense of the verb. Is dog tired with the dash a word or just two other words joined together? Is hot dog really two words since it might also be written as hot dog with a dash or even hot dog as one word? What a weird answer. So, okay. So I'm going to skip, 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 skip. And all of that nonsense suggests that there are at the very least a quarter of a million distinct English words, excluding inflections and words from technical and regional vocabulary not covered by the Oxford Dictionary, uh, or words not yet added to the published dictionary, of which perhaps 20% are no longer in current use. <laughs> okay, well, like, like MySpace? If distinct senses were counted, the total would probably approach three quarters of a million. So, mm, so three quarters of a million words at the most in the English language. That's a lot of words, actually. I thought well, that's higher than I would have thought. I would have said, I would have said like fifty thousand or something like that. Okay, so way off there. How did I even get onto the subject? Anyway, let's go. It's time to go outside. Yeah, see, now, just when I think it's perfectly quiet, I hear a car. This is the first day I really feel like it's spring. It's, uh, I don't know, 70 degrees, 20 degrees Celsius, 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Really pretty out. It was really quiet a minute ago, but I heard this train. I love the sound of trains in the distance. Oh, so how have you been? Feels like we haven't actually chatted in a while because I haven't done any one-on-one. You being one and me being the other. I'm down at my favorite trail. This is Fallbrook. I really like it here. It's really hilly, but there's a river. And uh, it's interesting to see it in the spring. I just was noticing the first the first uh, flowers are just little pretty blue things that just poke right out of the straight out of the leaves on the ground you know, the dead leaves from fall which I'm kind of interested to see they're all still kind of here I don't know if I've noticed that before like I guess I'd assume that the fall leaves disappear and you start off fresh in spring but no they're all over the place why did I notice that before 
And so these little blue flowers are poking up. And it's just nice to see. It's been so dreary. You know, really cold. Not really cold, but unpleasantly cold winter. And anyway, the sun is shining. You can hear the water in the distance. It's perfect. What's that? Stomach's growling. Anyway, so this has been... Uh, I miss having the kids around. Uh, but we've been connecting a lot, which is fun. This new thing called Snapchat, where they... Uh, well, that's nice. A little melting runoff or something coming down the hill here. Although I guess not melting. Everything's melted now. That's pretty. Listen to that. Yeah, there's this new uh, app. <clears throat> Excuse me. Will uses an app, a phone, a Samsung. And uh, Mary's got a little iPod. She doesn't have a phone yet. Um, but even that's pretty uh, spoiled, br- rotten, isn't it? But it's important for me because they can communicate with me anywhere. and uh, Or at least anywhere there's Wi-Fi for Mary. And they use this thing called Snapchat. And what happens is you film or photograph yourself and you get up to 30 seconds or a minute or something. Or you can just do a still shot. And then you can add text or draw on yourself if it's a still. And uh, you can send it to anybody who's also a member of Snapchat. And then once they view it, it's gone. They can't watch it again. And you can't watch it again even. It's gone from the servers, evidently. And uh, the only and it's great for kids because, you know, there's less risk of people abusing, you know, the photographs. And I don't know what happens. I don't even know what the dangers are. It just seems like having your photo and video out there seems like a scary thing. But that's not a risk. Not as much of a risk unless you bother to photograph the photograph on your phone with another camera or something. Uh, But the downside is everything that they've done some really funny stuff and sent it to me and uh, you can't watch it again, which really sucks. So I asked Mary, send me some stuff I can keep. So she did. She sent me some really cute video of herself playing some, uh, I don't even know what song it is. It's a really pretty little tune. Very elaborate. Um, Actually, I could probably play it for you here. Thus is technology. I can just pull it out of my pocket and I have whatever I was talking about. Uh, Here we go. Here's Mary. That whole time that I was just playing right now, I wasn't even recording. I feel so stupid. You're nuts. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna do that again. <sighs> Isn't that crazy? Anyway, so yeah, so. Now I have that, and it's such a cute little video. 
Anyway, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna get a ways down the, the trail here. I'm keep you captivated with my incredible commentary. Hey, bird. It's nice to hear birds again. I don't know what that is. This is, uh, this is the kind of sound that I want to sit and record. You know what I need to do? I have a second recorder. <laughs> I have a second recorder. I should bring it, leave it here, go for my hike and pick it up on the way back. The only reason I don't want to leave this here is because I want to I chat with you. That's a pretty sound. What's out there? Isn't that... I wish you could... I listen to this later on and I think, oh, it is really nice and enveloping, but... One thing that's always missing is the feel of the, you know, the warm air and the breeze and the smell of the new life. It's funny, I, I was, um, I woke up this morning, not even, even before that, I went to bed last night. I, I had a really nothing evening. I, what was I doing? I was playing video game having a little scotch and um, you know my typical do nothing evenings I don't do much I just I either watch something or read the news or play a game and cook supper I you know I love my little simple routines but I was thinking oh man I'm gonna I, I'm gonna want I need to go hiking again it's nice out and it's funny I you can get yourself out of the habit what is that? Spaceship. And so even last night I was sort of dreading it. And then that's just weird because... And then this morning I woke up and I had... You know, and again, I have my... I love my mornings and I love my evenings. I like sitting around, sipping my delicious coffee and keeping up on current events, writing emails and reading them. And... You know that I get bored with that after an hour or so or two. But even when I was doing that, I thought, "Oh, I don't want to go hiking today." But after a couple hours, I started feeling antsy, and I, uh, I made myself get the hell out of that. And I don't know why it's so hard to remember the feeling, but once I get out here, I just feel like, "Jesus, why did I ever doubt that it's?" It's just hard to describe, I guess. When you live in the city and you work in the city, I guess, and then you get out into the beautiful Canadian wilderness, not that this is wilderness in particular, uh, it's just soothing. It's like a massage, you know. It's like a brain massage, except for your brain doesn't have any nerves. Uh, Doug, thanks for putting together that uh, really touching tribute. I listened to it, and um, I don't know the names, but there was some incredible commentary on there. Uh, some very witty stuff. Shane was one I remember. Very funny. Um, 
I can't remember the there's other the fella after that. I can't remember his name. Um, but I'll put it in the notes. Well, I don't have to. Yes, I will. I'll put it in the notes so that people can listen to your little tribute. Your tribute. Anyway, your, so the tribute was to the Scarborough dude who's had a 65th birthday. 65th birthday. Uh, and I'll say happy birthday again. But what was really touching was just the various ways uh, everybody talked about him. And some of them were really funny. So have a listen to that. Maybe I can find out who they were. I'd probably see again. Technology. I've got it right in my pocket. Although I'm going to run out of batteries. Let's see if I can't uh, pull that out of thin air too. What the list of people was. Um, yeah, and and of course I very, very sloppily... Sloppily? Is that a word? Uh, put something together too, but all only as an afterthought because I would have forgot if I didn't do it right at the moment I was thinking of it. Okay, here we go. Getting there. I'm on Ken's Facebook page. All right, and then I'm clicking on the link. You're in the forest, looking on links. Okay, so first was Doug, and then Shane, which was very funny, and then. Tim Coyne from the Hollywood Podcast. Anthony Marco from Anthony Marco's Podcast Emporium. I think that was the one that had me laughing. I'm not sure. Clara from Slug Daily. Andrew Curry from Discultured. Adam Greatrix from Transpondency. Bob from Best Episode Ever and Bob Stuff. Junior from Eavesdropping who's, uh, I believe, listens to Chub Creek. Yes, you are. You are, aren't you? Yes. And then me, and then Eric, and Raquel, Mark Blevis, and Keith McNally, and Coach Robo Craig, Picard 102, J.K. Lantry from Vinyl Countdown, and Mike from Vinyl Countdown. Anyway, I've listened to that. I thought that was very, very nice. Very funny. Very rude. I've, I've really put brought the hammer down on myself swearing on this uh, podcast because as much as I enjoy the art of the filthy language, I always feel bad later. When I go back and listen, I go, I, it's almost like I get a little poke in the eye every time I hear myself swearing. At least really filthy swearing. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, because of that discomfort, and because I also think... You know, years down the road, is that what I'm going to want to hear? Is that what I want my kids to hear? Is that what I want my family to hear? Is that what I want my, you know, work friends possibly to hear? It's just... And at work, I've tried... I drop, you know, I drop a lot of bombs at work. (laughs) And I've really tried to stop it. It's very hard to stop. And so I've actually done the corny... Corny, uh... Let me turn this down a bit. Check, check. I've put done the corny um, dollar jar thing, where you, if you swear, you draw. You have to drop a coin. Hope I wasn't. Was I overloading this the whole time? I hope not. If so forgive me. I'm an audio amateur. I want to set this thing up better. I don't know how. It's, it's got its own little levels thing, and I don't know how to do it. I'm, I'm worried that I'm. It's gonna auto fluctuate too much and be even worse. 
Anyway, that was rambling. And there's a plane, goddamn plane. See, I can say goddamn and I don't feel bad about it. Anyway, so there's a lot of filthiness on this, and I know Ken, the Scarborough dude, likes to swear, and that's fine. It's a little bridge, but I'm trying not to, and I feel good about that. I do feel good about it. It actually takes a little bit of mental gymnastics to stop. You know, because there's always that little inking word that you can throw in. And it's just like, it's decoration for your sentence. If you just don't, you know, if your vocabulary isn't uh, strong enough, you can pepper it with little filthy flowers. (laughs) Filthy language flowers. Oh, you're a dog. A lot of people walk their dogs out here. Oh, some more new flowers. They're yellow ones over here. It's funny, they come right out of the ground and there's a flower right away. Okay, that was a ramble. I think the river is going to be uh, higher than usual just because there's been a lot of precipitation. Oh, this is so pretty. I don't remember if I've been through here where the creek has been so high. It's really nice. Is that too loud? It's so pretty. It's a really beautiful little trail. They built lots of little bridges to go back and forth across the water. Very nice. Some pretty serious labor of love there. That sun is hot. I'm just used to it being cold. It's kind of startling. The sun's actually feels like summer is good because I'm starting to get pale like a halibut. Built by volunteers, say this bridge is built by volunteers of the Toronto Bruce Trail Club. Amazing. Although I would do it if I knew how. Doesn't look that hard. with the sun beaming right down on the water it's really quite a beautiful color because no uh, I guess because nothing has had a chance to grow and become slimy yet this year I guess I'm just looking at kind of golden colors lots of golden browns and pale pale beige colors and hints of green Uh, with the sun coming straight down, it's just a really pretty sight. It's almost like a painting. 
It's a long climb. I'm way up high now on a hill. You can hear the the little river way down the hill to my left. Oh. I'm just trying to photograph a butterfly. They're the hardest thing to photograph when they're moving. And I I did once. I got one time I got this really cool shot of one. Just by luck though, because I, w- I was photographing this flower and in comes this butterfly as I was doing a rapid fire. Because sometimes I just have the thing set onto you know multiple shot. So about the third shot of this flower, in comes this really amazing detailed butterfly and uh, just the action the way he looked like he was I don't know you can't I can't describe it but he had this um, acrobatics that were about to happen because he was about to land and uh, I could see his little curly antenna thing uh, it was really neat but you cannot take the I can't do it on purpose I was just thinking about Mary again um I think she had some fun listening to the last podcast. I don't know if she's going to start listening or not, but um, so I hesitate to talk about her. <laughs> but I was just thinking about how beautiful she is, and she I don't know if she knows it yet, um, because you know how you never think you're... You never think you're very good looking. I don't think... Well, I never did. But then when I look back, I realize, man, I <laughs> was some hot stuff. But, you know, Mary's starting to mature, and uh, pretty soon she's going to start looking like a very beautiful young woman. And, uh, you know, so of course I'm worried about all the young boys that are going to come out of the woodwork. Uh, And, yeah, so I remember talking to her about that. I don't think I did a very good job <laughs> of explaining just what little jackasses young boys can be, but you know, they can. And hopefully, I know she's very smart, so I know she's not going to be fooled by anybody. But it still gets you worrying, doesn't it? All of that's new for me, of course. And then Will, uh, <laughs> His mom says that there's this constant entourage of models, <laughs> little beautiful girls that come over to visit. And that's got to suck, eh? Wow. I never had that. But uh, Will's drawing skills are... I don't think he realizes how good he is. And it's not so much he, he has a ways to go on details and shadows and lights and stuff but but he can absolutely nail and I mean nail perspective and ratio and proportion he he can draw people's faces and there's nothing out of place like it's it's almost like he traced it but I know that he didn't um that's how good the all the proportions are so I'm really excited for him because I was never that good at it. If I really focused now, I could draw a face. But I probably wouldn't even, even after 40 years of drawing. <laughs> or 30 years, I guess, not 40. 35, anyway. Uh, I can't get anywhere near that kind of accuracy with just eyeballing somebody's face and getting the proportions right. Can you hear me? 
Oh, those long hills still going up it. Let me turn this up a little bit. Can you hear me? Anyway, I'm really excited for him. I, I would love him to start painting because I just can, I can, I don't know. I, painting is, is, there's something about painting where I think the feeling is you're producing something permanent and valuable. And if he got interested in painting some of these faces, he, paint, he draws his friends' faces. He took this picture. <laughs> He's got these couple of friends of his, real jackasses, but they're hilarious. And they're posing for him. They're really, really good-looking kids, too. And they're... <laughs> and so it makes it even funnier because his... I don't know their names, but his buddy... Two of his buddies, he's got them. We, I gave him my D70, my, my old Nikon. And he's standing there with the... Or there's posing for him. And one of them's kind of gently holding the other one's face. And they're looking into the camera. <laughs> like it's a, some kind of a... Uh, alternative lifestyle GQ ad. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. It's a really good photograph, too. Um, but it just had me in hysterics. Cause, and then he draws it and does a sketch of it. Anyway, I love that kind of... Uh, the sense of humor is really funny. It's pretty quiet here. I think this is the first time I've, I think this is the first time I've followed this trail properly. <laughs> what is that? There's a burl on this tree. I thought it was a nest. It's a, um, I can't tell if it's a nest. I think it's a burl. There's this really thin tree. And it almost looks like a giant leg bone because the middle has this kneecap. It's huge double burl on them in the middle of this tree. I'll take a picture of it. Um, just a second here. Yeah, it's a burl. Um, 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 um. This is a great walk. I've been really enjoying this one. I've kind of been taking my time. I still feel like I'm getting a workout, but I'm not marching. You know, I'm just strolling and really enjoying it. Oh, so the doggy. Look at this dog. Yeah, it's this is the first time I've done this trail correctly where because I'm in an area now where I've never been. That means this trail is extremely hard to follow. If you really you have to really pay attention or you end up lost. Not lost, but there's different branching trails. And I'm sure I've done this one correctly now because I've been paying attention. And uh, kind of glad I did because it's a really pleasant area here. Very pleasant. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm getting older by the second. I think that's a J, isn't it? I can never remember. 
I'll make kind of tweet, tweet, tweety sounds. Every bird makes a tweety sound. Where are you? What was that one? Did you hear that one? you down. It seems to be a very large bird. I have to put you in one hand here. Oh, he's gone. Man, I'm either recording or photo photographing, photographing, but I can never do both. Maybe I need Google Glasses. Google, Google Glass. What a dumb name for that thing, by the way. Have you heard about this Google Glass? Of course you have. Oh, it's starting to get windy. Um, they're starting to call, they have a nickname already. People with these dumb looking glasses on, they call them glass holes. <laughs> they're filming everything. Yes, I don't know what you do with them. I guess you say, you speak to them and you go, oh, it's getting too windy. You go, okay, glass, and then you give it an instruction, like find a website. I don't know what you do with them. I wonder if it's going to result in people walking into things even worse. You know how people walk into things now? Because they've got their phone, they're looking at their phone. And uh, instead of looking where they're going, or instead of driving, and walk into stuff or crash into stuff, I wonder if you have if you have Google Glass on. I wonder if that means you'll. You know, how you can go into a daze looking at stuff, or thinking about something, or maybe your eyes focused on the glass instead of I don't know how that works really. Um, it'd be kind of funny seeing somebody with glasses walk straight into a tree, even though they're looking right at it. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like some things about Google I think are really good. Some things I think are really stupid. But I'm a little biased because of Apple. A nice little stream. I think I'll take a little break right here. Yeah, I'm not going to be interested in that piece of technology. Not unless it becomes completely invisible. And frankly, being unwired is a novelty. You know, here I am with all this equipment strapped to me and I... I'd feel funny with being out here without anything. And that's bad enough. Imagine if I also had these stupid electronic glasses on, recording every second of my life. I'm using this app right now, speaking of technology, called Moves. Somebody's asking me about it. It really does work. It records how many footsteps you've taken, and it maps you where you've been. 
So, uh, and it, it just doesn't even seem to take much juice or, or processing power because it can be on constantly and you can look back and see how many footsteps you've walked in the past month. Every day it'll tell you how many. And, uh, this makes me want to go to the bathroom. That's another thing I like about this trail. There's a little outhouse right before the beginning of it, so you can kind of relieve yourself before you before you go out walking, so you don't have to go squatting in the bush. <sighs> so nice. What are they talking about? Google Glass. Dumb topic. I was photographing some water bugs. There's some right there. What's neat about those things is they, uh, of course, they sit right on the surface of the water, which creates a little dimple of surface tension. One, one dimple per leg, I guess, and there's six legs, so, so underneath it, what right now I'm looking at one, and the sun passes through it, and it leaves a shadow on the riverbank underneath the riverbed, so it looks like four, I guess it's four, big black circles with um, rings of sunlight around each circle, it's a really pretty effect. And nothing else seems to do that. These water bugs do it. I'm going to try to photograph them again. I, I've tried it before and I couldn't get it in focus. But I just set up my camera so that it's constant focus, which is actually a really great technique I don't take advantage of. Where it's always focusing, uh, no matter whether your subject moves or if, you, or if you move. See, now I see about ten dots. It's got all these funny little leggy things. Oh, it's getting windy again. It's, it's like a little mini creek. This little creek here is it's made a trough for itself and it's only about two feet wide. It's like a little mini river. Very cute. I was just thinking about Terry. Terry... I think you were the kindest listener I've ever had. Terry, every single episode, and I pretty much mean every single one, Terry takes the time to go to chubcreek.com, find the episode she was listening to. Maybe she just listens to them right on the website. And she comments. And Terry, that is so thoughtful of you. And you have no idea how happy that makes me to see somebody cares enough to do that um, so thank you very very nice it's rare people don't like to comment it's like I I'm over it I understand hell I never do either <laughs> but you know you got to keep motivated and those are one of the things that's keep you motivated um, but if you are so inclined it's well appreciated and there's lots of ways. I guess you can... I always... 
in my mind it doesn't count when people it's funny I get um, somebody will tweet at me or Facebook all of those link, various links or Instagram comment but for some reason I want people to how needy am I eh for some reason I want people to comment right on the website but uh, what was that but it's totally not necessary. I just really enjoy it. Anyway, thank you, Terry. You're very sweet. And patient. Sometimes I listen back to some of the older Chub Creeks and... It's, you've got to be doing vacuuming or something. You've got to be... Don't yeah, It's good company, though. It's good for going to sleep. It's good for uh, doing your laundry, folding the laundry. Or driving to work. That's what I've... I've podcasts that I like I like to listen to while I'm driving but a lot of I need to get um, listening to Doug's podcast which is really good by the way Slug is Doug Um, I'll put a link on my site I'm sure you know it already Um, I need to get because listening to that tribute to Scarborough I haven't been listening to anybody. Just kind of old, either stuff that I... Um, stuff that's not... Like, I haven't been living, listening to amateur podcasts. I've been listening to 60 Minutes and... Uh, um, you know, BBC World. And it takes so much time to listen to all that that uh, it doesn't leave any time. So I need to make time to listen to these homemade, heartfelt podcasts because um, they're a little unpredictable kind of like this is (laughs) Um, and they can drag on you know, like this one does but it's it's what's neat about them is it feels like a real person, it is a real person you know and you can be friends with them and it's something I kind of have lost touch with and uh, everybody who commented Everybody who was on that podcast of, uh, of Doug's in tribute to Scarborough Dude for his 65th birthday, I want to listen to every one of those. And I know I won't, but I will, you know, I'll subscribe to them. And uh, I think I have to turn around because I'm about to get lost. This is, the trails turn blue and I don't get that. So I'll turn around. Which is good. This feels like a good hike. I've been out an hour and a half, probably two hours. Uh, so two hours back, that'll feel good. How long have I been talking? I can't tell this time. Feels like hmm, with music put in, I think I probably would have put a song in. It would have taken. I'd say we're at forty-five minutes. Ooh, it's forty-eight minutes and five seconds. <sighs> Podcast rambling expert. <laughs> I'm standing here in front of a really weird tree. It's a really smooth bark tree. I don't know what it is. And can you hear that thumping? <laughs> what is that? Coming from inside, so the tree has, imagine bending a tree until one 
part of it begins to snap. And then that part that's snapped outwards has frozen there and kind of healed. It's very old. It's got lots of bark around it from healing. And, um, and so it just looks frozen in half snap. And the hole that it produced, you know, if you can just take two of your fingers and then take three of your fingers and pull the middle one out, that's kind of what it looks like. And then, the, and then what's left is this kind of hole and it's healed too. And there's some critter up in there making a thumpy noise. Hear it? Whoa. What the hell was that? What was that? Not sure. It's not making the noise anymore. Morse code. Hey, what are you doing in there? Just on the way back. Uh, I didn't, I haven't mentioned because uh, I forgot that I only mentioned uh, this on uh, on my audio book, my daily. But uh, I've been thinking off and on throughout my walk here about my uh, Aunt Brenda who passed away couple weeks ago now and I don't know I was just thinking about how I was just enjoying the world nature the outdoors the weather being in Canada I was just I was just feeling sad a little bit because I was wishing she could be here and it's not like she would ever have normally come walking with me it's not something we ever did but suddenly now I want you know, I just wish she was here to just to enjoy it. Just silly, silly, regretful thing to think about. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about her a little bit. She's um, been very sick for quite a while, but being incredibly strong throughout. Um, with chemotherapy and soldiering on and soldiering on and soldiering on and, and b- still being herself when I see her with Johnny and Megan and with Matt um, which is their little family, right? Matt lives on his own with uh, early, well, on, he lives with his uh, wife Suzanne and uh Meg lives with uh, Johnny, and all of this has happened so. F- like, I guess it didn't happen fast. In that, we knew she was sick, we knew she was fighting, and there was recently some very bad news that the battle was going to be lost. But um, we were thinking months, right? You know, they tell you months. I guess I don't know how they know. But then very suddenly she had a stroke and then she died unexpectedly from complications in the hospital. Uh, and it was, 
It was the first death in the family for quite a long time, but um, never, to me, someone quite so close since my... Well, that's not even true. My grandparents are very close to me. But I guess it seems faded now because it's been so long, so this feels very, very sharp. I don't know. Um, there's been other deaths in the family too. My cousin, who was my age, died in a car accident, and my even younger cousin Ryan, that was Darren, and my younger cousin Ryan, died uh, of kidney failure, I think it was, at a very young age, something like 12. Um, but all of that was so long ago, and like Darren, I think, was 20, and I was about the same age. And so, this is the first, uh, since all of that and my grandparents dying, um, that it's been so close to me and I'm sort of processing it and I just feel bad for Johnny and his kids. But, um, life goes on. I was thinking that too, is I was thinking about how life goes on and I was thinking about how beautiful life can be and about how it's so easy to let it pass by. And I've been guilty. I'm going up a hill for no reason here. I've been guilty of that, uh, letting my life pass by. It's several stages of it. And I'm not saying I'm an adventurous, adventurous mountaineer nutcase now but I have opened my eyes a little bit and there's so much the world I, I know I'm being sappy on this episode and I apologize about that but it'll get funny again one day but I'm just introspective uh, life is f- so beautiful you know I can't say it any other way than that really, really corny way. It's really corny, isn't it? And I think you have to be in a place like this to really kind of believe that. You know, when you're sitting in your house watching television or having beers with your buddies, you know, yeah, there's good stuff there. (laughs) But it's not beautiful, you know, it's not... There's an old harmony to the earth. An old, old, old harmony. Everything is so placed there. And I don't mean that in a God put it their way. I mean in a long years of wearing, 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 wearing itself into the fabric of earth. You know, everything around me is ancient. Hi. How are you? Hi, how are you? And it's so easy to let it go by and not feel that. You know, feel... I don't know. I can't say it without being sappy. And when, and when your life is crappy, which it often is, it's hard to 
it's hard to remember these moments where everything feels right and everything feels at peace. And I don't know what my point is. I guess my point is I, I'm sad about my Aunt Brenda, but I'm glad Johnny's still healthy and I'm glad he's got, he's a bird lover. I'm glad he's got that. And I know even more so, you know, than ever before, his eyes will be open to the beauty of the world. You know, because you're only here for a while. And while you're here, you gotta get down. <laughs> get down and party. <laughs> That's enough of that. Okay, I'm going back over a loud river here, so. And there's somebody taking pictures on the bridge, so I'll say goodbye to you here. Hey, I love you, and I miss you, and I want to hear from you. Keep in touch, and don't be a dink. Well, you can if you want. I know I am. <laughs> Bye.